0: Under the Texas Sky is brought to you in part by Toyota, a proud supporter of Texas parks and wildlife programs. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Ah, when the sun comes up on a sleepy little town down around San Antonio. Such a classic hit by the Doobie Brothers. I've been around music and musicians as far back as I can remember. My dad sang and played guitar, usually train songs by Jimmy Rogers, or songs about Texas by Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys. As I grew older, I tended to gravitate toward those bands and artists who had a fondness for Texas. Too Smooth's Texas Hospitality, Charlie Pride singing Is Anybody Goin to San Antonio? George Strait's Amarillo by Morning? Heck, Billy Joe Shaver even sang about my own hometown. I'm wacko, i ain't no doubt about it, shot a man there in the head, but can't talk Well, if you, about you haven't guessed it already, this edition of Wanderlist is about Texas music, more specifically, music about Texas towns. TPW Magazine editor Louis Bond and I talk about some of those songs that both loved and lamented municipalities in Texas. We'll also reveal some of your favorite Texas Town songs that you submitted to us via our Instagram account last week. Stay with us. From Texas Parks and Wildlife, this is Under the Texas Skies Wanderlist, Produced in collaboration with Texas Parks and Wildlife magazine, I'm Randall Maxwell. And with me by phone is the editor of Texas Parks and Wildlife magazine, Louis Bond. Hi, Louie. How are you?
0: Hey, Randall. I'm doing great. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. This week's podcast is Musical Texas. When did this first run in the magazine?
0: Pretty recently. We ran that in March 2020. It's uh, kind of a companion piece to one we'll be doing later this season, you and I, called Literary Texas. But this one, Musical Texas, it's about songs about Texas towns. And, you know, we like to go out on the road to find nature everywhere and music's a big part of my road trips for sure. I love to listen to songs about where I'm going or maybe, you know, some towns I'm going to pass through along the way.
1: Absolutely. I, I remember as a child in my road trips, we, my family took vacations and, you know, we had actual eight track tapes. That's how <laughs> I should, that's revealing too much probably, but I, I remember listening to Charlie Pride and Bob Wills, and those road trips were a fun time all across Texas and some of the places that were even in songs.
0: Yeah, and, you know, when you when you get to Texas, not only are there a lot of towns um, with a really wide variety of personalities, but there's so many great songs about all those towns.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I'm thinking of a few right now that come to my mind. What about you?
0: You know, I've got such an array of them from all these different decades, but I think back to when I really kind of caught fire, and that was was sort of in my college days when my listening expanded, and so I've got some really cool ones to share with you that maybe aren't as well-known to some people.
1: Well, I'm ready to get started. Are you? I am. Let's go to Lucanbock, Texas with
0: Waylon and Willie and the boys.
1: Ah, such a classic, Louie.
0: Yeah, Randall, I love this one. This actually was on our print Wander List. Um, you know, you, you hear that classic line, out in Lubbock, Texas, there ain't nobody feeling no pain. I mean, that's, that's just a really classic line. Um, this was made popular, of course, by Willie and Waylon. Um, Waylon does most of the singing. I think Willie comes in on the third verse. One thing that's really interesting about this song, and this was put out in 1977, so for me, college days, it was written by Chips Moman and Bobby Emmons, and neither they nor Waylon Jennings had ever been to Lukenbach, Texas. So oh that's my goodness! Kind of weird. <laughs> no. uh, but as Waylon says, every state has a Lukenbach, a place to get away from things, and I think that's really neat. It's like they wrote about it as though it was an imaginary town, though it's pretty real. I mean, it's not literally much of a town, just an old general store and a and a post office, a little dance floor, and people sit out under huge trees to drink beer and play dominoes and listen to whoever's playing a guitar. I've played at Lucanbach. I think everybody's played there by now, but back in the 70s, it was kind of an inside secret. You know, you had to know how to get there, and you, you had to like know who those famous people were who were playing. Um, But even now, it's really interesting. Um, You never know who's going to be there. And it's kind of like taking a step back in time. It's really, uh, you know, it came out at the height of the outlaw period of country music. And I was friends with some singer-songwriters, and part of their influence was Waylon and Willie and, and that whole outlaw movement. Um, And it was when hippies and rednecks discovered that they had a lot in common and they expressed it musically and enjoyed hanging out together. And, you know, I think that song and that whole feeling probably resonates as much today um, as we spend more time at home getting back to what Waylon calls the basics of life.
1: (laughs) That's awesome, that is awesome Yeah, I've I've been out to Lukenbach And and just a few months ago, actually And uh, sure enough, there was somebody With their guitar, a couple of guys Under the tree, and had a group of people Around them listening to the songs, it was great Like
0: time stands still
1: Absolutely So, you know, we put out a question Last week on Instagram Asking people to send in their favorite songs About Texas towns
0: You know, we got 400 plus responses which really surprised me and a lot of them were ones that you know we had come across in our research um for the print edition and in our even more extensive research for this edition Uh, but there were some surprises in there can you tell us what a few of those were
1: well you know you have to imagine we we have several Amarillo by mornings. <laughs> Always. It's just the great song by George Strait. I mean there was Smitty Mills, it was C. Taylor, and let me see who else. Uh Cardin Marion. Goodness, so many people chose Amarillo by morning, including Mark T. Mark. So we thank those individuals for sending in their songs. Another one that came up, which uh, you know is kind of one of my favorites. Uh, Ranger Ross submitted El Paso by Marty Robbins. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. You
0: know, that song, it's like Homer's The Odyssey or something set to music.
1: (laughs) You know, I, I just love that kind of Western feel, you know, and this was like one of those gunfighter ballads, you know, and when it came out, you know, of course, Westerns were popular on TV and a lot of people don't know that it became a major hit on country and pop music charts. In fact, it reached number one in both the country and pop music charts back in 1960. You
0: know, they tried to get him to cut that song down for radio because it's
1: very long,
0: but he wouldn't. And when he did try, they didn't like it. So it's, it's a lot longer than a lot of radio songs were.
1: Well, it, it certainly uh, had its mark. It won a Grammy Award for best country and Western recording in 1961. And of course, it remains one of Marty Robin's most well-known songs. You know, they actually tried to redo this as a song called El Paso City, which one of the Instagram users submitted. Uh, I listened to that, and it's definitely like a Mac Davis version. It's <laughs> it's uh, updated, you know, a lot more smoother, you know, and uh, doesn't have that kind of, you know, gritty feel that El Paso did when Marty did it.
0: Marty Robbins has that incredible voice. It's just perfect for telling the Old West saga like that.
1: Well, another song I surely expected to see on Instagram, and sure enough, Stouffer V submitted it. Uh, Mrs. Urrutia sent it with Zizi Top's LaGrange. that They got a lot of nice girls.
0: You know, that's probably one of the most recognizable rips in any of these songs.
1: Absolutely. You know, and ZZ Top, they're really blues-based. And there's a lot of uh, roots music, blues music in Texas.
0: You know, I found um, when I kind of, when you start with ZZ Top and move backwards, uh, you find yourself really in in a lot of deep, uh, a rich vein of Texas blues tradition that inspired a lot of today's players. Uh, Dallas and Houston had incredible blues scenes in the 1930s. You know, they had, and a lot of them were kind of neighborhood songs like Deep Ellum Blues, which was a a neighborhood in Dallas famous for its blues scene. Uh, Houston was also hopping. And by the time I got to college in Central Texas in the 70s, I got fascinated with the roots of that modern music. And and I heard a lot of these old blues tunes through Navasota's Mance Lipscomb. And like I said, many of these are, are just about their hometown. So a lot of them are about Texas towns. Some are instrumental, some with lyrics. T-Bone Walker is the guy I really want to talk about the most today. Uh, he was also known as Oak Cliff T-Bone. That's another name for that Dallas neighborhood. And he recorded this song called Wichita Falls Blues. And he was born in 1910, so that gives you an idea you know, of his time period. Uh, he was of Cherokee and African-American descent, and his folks were both musicians with the Dallas String Band. And Blind Lemon Jefferson, who's a very famous jazz uh, and blues guitarist, uh, was a close family friend. T-Bone left school at the ripe old age of 10 to pursue music, and he kind of helped Blind Lemon Jefferson r- around town. At that point, Blind Lemon was kind of, you know, busking on the street with a cup. And so T-Bone would help him around uh, and learn from him, learned uh, a lot of instruments, and uh he pays homage to his mentor in this song. He actually recorded it when he was 19. And like most most blues songs, uh, it's about leaving a place because your heart's broken. Mm. Uh, so the first verse is actually a variant of the first verse of a Blind Lemon Jefferson song, Long Lonesome Blues. And it seems to me when I listen to them both that T-Bone's version is from a woman's perspective, which is kind of weird for back then. Interesting. Interesting. Um, She's driving away from Dallas. She stops at a cafe in Wichita Falls, and she has a letter that she's going to leave on the table, and she says, you know, maybe the waitress will send the letter to her man so he'll know why she's gone. And one part of it I love, she says, he's going to call this afternoon, but I won't be there to answer. Now, that's the blues, man. <laughs> that's the blues. <laughs> I walk up to Peter Candace. But anyway, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1987, cited as an influence for Chuck Berry, B.B. King, Jimi Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan. And I think you can actually hear that that ZZ Top riff from LaGrange, and think about those old blues players. And I think that's where all that came from.
1: We're not done yet. Louie and I have more of our favorite songs to discuss, including some of yours sent to us via our Instagram account last week. But first... Support from Toyota allows us to bring you stories from under the Texas sky.
0: Toyota has been a proud sponsor of the Texas Parks and Wildlife Foundation since 2002, providing generous support to help the department provide outdoor programs for Texans
1: and to conserve the wildlife of the Lone Star State. This is Under the Texas Skies Wanderlist from Texas Parks and Wildlife. I'm Randall Maxwell. Wander List is a collaboration with Texas Parks and Wildlife magazine. Editor Louis Bond and I have been talking about songs that feature Texas towns. Well, you know, another song that popped up quite a bit on Instagram from users was like Gwen J7, uh, the Ostavi Noha Senate, uh, Galveston by Glenn Campbell. And that was a classic. I remember hearing that song growing up, and uh, when I found that LP in my parents' collection, I was like, wow, this is really cool. hear your sea winds blowing I still see... He
0: sings it so passionately. I think that's part of the, the beauty of that
1: song. Well, Jimmy Webb was a songwriter. You know, He was the son of a Baptist preacher, by the way. But he also wrote Wichita Lineman, which was another big hit for Glen Campbell. Amazing. A lot of people probably don't know that this song was originally covered by Hawaiian singer Don Ho. What? That's right, in 1968. Uh, just before Glenn Campbell recorded it in 1969. Galveston, Galveston,
0: why do I hear us? I had no idea, that's crazy.
1: And also, that this was kind of seen as a Vietnam War protest song due to the context of the song. And I actually looked up the video on YouTube and sure enough, the original video, Glenn Campbell's wearing an army uniform, I believe, and it's a lot of cross dissolves and slow fades to another woman that's, you know, reading his letter from the war. Um, it was it was very heavily influenced, I think, during the war period there.
0: You know, that sounds so right, because you think about the lines of the song. I can see her standing there, looking out to sea. You know, he just sounds homesick and lonesome.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it certainly was a big hit for Glenn Campbell. It, it ranked number eight in CMT's 100 Greatest Songs in Country Music.
0: Wow. I think a lot of people are familiar with that one.
1: Well, Galveston's certainly a popular place to write a song about. Another big city in, in Texas is San Antonio. And I remember Bob Wills, uh, Rose of San Antonio." Yes. But that moon lit by the Mal, That's that rose, rose was my rose of San Antone. What other songs do you recall about San Antonio?
0: Well, I love that old Bob Wills song, and it's been done by everybody. Um, another big favorite is Charlie Pride's "Is Anybody Going to San Antone," which is now playing in my head the minute I say it.
1: <laughs> is anybody going to San Antone or Phoenix, Arizona?
0: Then there's some <laughs> there's some more contemporary songs. Lyle Lovett has a song called "San Antonio Girl." The Beaumonts have a song called "San Antonio." And I got turned on by some younger people who have enlightened me about songs about Texas, such towns, uh, to a new guy, Noah Gunderson, who has a song called San Antonio Fading. But when you think of San Antonio, you have to kind of start thinking in Spanish, right? Right. So there's no song that takes me there faster than Flaco Jimenez's Ay Tadejo in San Antonio. You might think you haven't heard of it, but once you hear that accordion, I think it's going to sound super familiar. ¶¶
1: You know, I think I've heard that before.
0: I know. People think they haven't, but once you hear it, it's like, oh, yeah, I know that one. It was actually written by Flacco Jimenez's famous dad, Santiago Jimenez. This guy invented conjunto music, and he really popularized it, and they're San Antonio folks themselves... The title of the song, it translates literally to I Leave You in San Antonio. So kind of like our old uh, Wichita Falls blues song that we were talking about earlier, this singer is also leaving town because their heart is broken. Uh, But the one thing about this song, it's kind of tricky. Uh, It's sung in Spanish, and it is extremely peppy and danceable, uh, especially the Los Super 7 version, which I love the best. It's actually a very sad song. The narrator has spent all his money chasing his girlfriend, only to find she has not one but several other lovers in Laredo. So the chorus starts off, you really like dancing and you dance to the compas. And most of us really don't hear the other lyrics because, you know, they're in Spanish and we're dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so It's like a sad song that you dance happily to. Oh.
1: Well, put an accordion on anything and how can you not dance?
0: Right, it adds the happy to everything. Uh, like T-Bone, who we talked about earlier, Flaco, and that name means skinny. It was his dad's nickname too. He came from a musical family and started performing as a child. And I first became aware of his work when he played with Doug Somm and Peter Rowan in the 60s and 70s. But he's also worked with Bob Dylan and the Rolling Stones, many other famous acts. And he's won a handful of Grammys himself, including one for his recording of this particular song. Cool. Randall, did we have any more great suggestions from our Instagram participants?
1: Well, you know we did. And there were so many, and I'm sorry to say we can't get to all of them in just a short time we have at our broadcast, but... Austin was another one that came up, and that's our city, of course, where we're located at our headquarters. Avery Haberling sent in Austin by Blake Shelton. P Brooks 2020 sent in Austin by Co Wetzel. And a shout out to AB Love on Instagram for submitting one of my favorite songs Amy's Back in Austin by Little Texas.
0: No, I haven't heard that one, Randall. Tell me a little bit about
1: it. Well, it was released in December of 1994, and it was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Country Performance by a Duo or Group. That was back in 1996. But, you know, what's interesting about this is my daughter's name is Amy, and then I also have played it in a cover band, a little country band out in Dripping Springs that I play with, and I really like the song. It's got a good beat.
0: Well, what I want to know, Randall, is which Amy came first? Was
1: it yours or theirs? Oh, it was definitely theirs. (laughs) But but it's such a great song. I love listening to it every time it comes on the radio. Man, I wish we could do more songs. There's so many, and and we we thank everybody that submitted theirs through Instagram. It was really great to see all of your answers. And Louie, you're going to post a few of these on the TPW Magazine blog, right?
0: Right. You know, I really went down the rabbit hole on these. I'm not kidding. I involved my whole staff. I formed a focus group with my nieces and my kids and my interns. And so I have a really long list of songs. We have barely scratched the surface. So I would love to share those on our uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife magazine blog. You can find that at tpwmag.com. It's super easy to find. And I'll put tons of these songs, and you can just go down that rabbit hole
1: with me. Awesome, I'm sure a lot of people will. Thanks so much, Louie, for joining me.
0: It's been my pleasure, Randall.
1: We're done wandering for this podcast, but Louie Bond and I, or our executive producer, Cecilia Nasty, will be back with more fascinating stories about places to see and explore in the Lone Star State. Before heading to any state park, historic site, or natural area, call ahead. Also, keep an eye on the Texas Parks and Wildlife Instagram account, which is at Texas Parks Wildlife. We'll use it to notify you of some of the wanderlust subjects we plan to cover in the weeks ahead and give you a chance to ask questions, some of which we'll answer on the podcast. Under the Texas Sky is a production of Texas Parks and Wildlife, we produce our Wanderlust series in partnership with Texas Parks and Wildlife Magazine in the media production studios in Austin, Texas. Yours truly did our sound design. Whitney Bishop does our social media. And we get distribution and web help from Susan Griswold and Benjamin Kaling. Stream or download Under the Texas Sky and Under the Texas Sky's Wanderlist wherever you get your podcasts. And please, leave a review while you're there and let us know how we're doing and what you'd like to hear. Until next time, keep on wandering under the Texas sky. I'm Randall Maxwell.